he still thinks Europe is an imaginary land from Lord of the Rings. But Seb Varden, white soul boy, best songwriter on the West Coast? Seb snorted, but Mira just raised an eyebrow. Hey, what the hell do the critics know? And come on, five minutes without access to a piano and you'll be climbing the walls. Seb sighed and flicked some of Mira's ash off his jeans. It's just time for a change, me, is all, he said. Nothing more to it than that. Mira took a long pull on the joint and said nothing for a while. Abruptly standing up, she ruffled Seb's hair fondly and started back across the rooftop. You're full of shit, Sebby, she called. Seb grimaced. And stop pulling faces, she continued without looking back at him. Whatever it is you're really up to, it sure as hell ain't giving up music and moving to Italy or where the fuck ever. You always did have a wonderful vocabulary, me, he said. Yeah, and you always played your cards a bit too close to your chest, but hey, you've got my number. You could always use that phone-shaped object you carry around to actually call me, she said, the rungs of the fire escape rattling as she made her way back down. Seb waited another thirty minutes or so until he heard the band's van roaring off down the street. He stood up and turned back to the permanent glow of the city. There was so much he was going to miss. Mira was right, of course. He wasn't going to Italy, or where the fuck ever. Two hours later and Seb was close to his favorite place in L.A. Officially, the Verdugo Mountains weren't in L.A. at all. But Seb always thought of them that way. The steep, scrub-lined dirt paths, the tough vegetation that looked like it had taken hold before humanity had made its way out of the slime. The mountains were a reminder that the city was a cheap ornament nature could brush away at any time. The mountains had a permanence and a silence that drew Seb in. Popular with hikers during the day, he had found the solitude he craved by walking the paths at night. The threat of mountain lions or coyotes discouraged most people from heading out after dark, but Seb found the local wildlife treated him with the same respect he gave them, keeping their distance. He shrugged the backpack off his shoulders and realized he had managed the entire hike without once thinking about what he was about to do and why. Now, finally reaching the spot he'd picked out weeks before, looking back at the city, he reviewed the last six months quickly and calmly. The initial headaches had been nothing unusual at first. His occasional willingness to experiment with drugs had led to some spectacular hangovers over the years. And he was 32 now, not 19. Hangovers wiped out entire days, and no amount of water, fresh fruit, and Tylenol seemed able to ease the process. It was when the headaches started manifesting on the days when he'd been nowhere near any substances that he thought something might be wrong. A suspiciously fast referral to a specialist by his doctor heightened his suspicions, and by the time the diagnosis came in, he was already preparing for bad news. As it turned out, the news couldn't have been worse. Certain impressions, however trivial under normal circumstances, stand out when someone tells you something that alters the course of your life. The specialist was attractive, Latin, intelligent, and beautiful. Seb's urge to flirt had deserted him totally, but he found himself obsessively focusing on her nipple, clearly outlined beneath the medical white of her jacket. 
There was nothing sexual in his gaze, but he found himself unable to look away as he registered her words. Brain tumor. Inoperable. Less than a year. She had said a lot more that afternoon, covering his options. There would be loss of memory at first, some balance problems, weakness in the limbs. He might experience fits as the tumor grew and pressed on different parts of his brain. Seb sat down, his back against a tree, and opened the backpack. He pulled out a heavy glass tumbler and a bottle of Johnny Walker Premier. A few weeks back, he decided that if he was going to die, he was going to do it on his own terms and after enjoying a few glasses of $200 whiskey. He poured an extremely generous measure and inhaled, taking in the caramel, honeyed woodiness, the almost savory richness. There was a certain irony to the words that came into his mind just then. Treat every moment as if it might...